It's easy to get overwhelmed and then be tempted to give up, but you have to be patient. You have to be persistent because every tiny effort you give, every small step you take just brings you that much closer. And then you find when you put enough of those small steps together, you can really accomplish something extraordinary. Welcome to the Crossing It Off podcast, where each episode we share the stories of individuals that are living out their bucket slash life goal list. I am your host, Roger Williams, and through hearing our guests' adventures, my goal is that you will find encouragement and empowerment to add and cross items off of your Today, our guest is Blake Anderson. He is uh, a self-proclaimed just a guy, a software engineer, and uh, is very principled and empathetic. Blake, welcome to the show. Thank you, Roger. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Um, I'm very, I'm actually very thankful that you asked me to do this. This is really cool. Well, I'm glad you're here as well because I'm, uh, your story is so interesting to me. Uh, as I know it over the last uh, several months or some at some point during um, the pandemic, uh, you started building a, a brand new business, uh, setting up what will essentially be a second career for you. Could you uh, tell us about uh, Hanu Perspective and uh, how you kind of came to wanting to start this business? Yeah, so... Uh, Honu Perspective is uh, my life and wellness coaching business. Um, and so to describe wellness a bit, I think when most people think about wellness, they think about primarily physical wellness, you know, watching your weight, being active, that sort of thing. And that's super important. But the concept of wellness itself extends far beyond that. Uh, consists of multiple dimensions, including like emotional wellness, spiritual, occupational, financial, among others, in addition to physical wellness. And so these, these dimensions are all tightly interconnected. And so as a wellness coach, I'm going to help my clients to envision what they want their life to look like holistically. And then we're going to take a look at what kind of changes uh, what kind of steps to take to start moving forward toward that vision, um, you know, but change is hard. So as we continue the coaching relationship, I'm going to help my clients jump over hurdles and, and blast through roadblocks that are in the way of their success. So, so how did becoming a, a wellness coach, how did that happen for you? What, what inspired you to do that? So, yeah, so I've, I've been in software engineering um, going on, 30 years, almost 20 of those with the same company. Uh, I worked on a lot of different projects across several different product groups um, with my roles ranging from actual software engineer where I'm doing the coding up to software engineering manager, which is, which is what I'm doing today. Um, and a whole new perspective actually came about rather organically. Um, the name came to me actually before I even know what I was going to do with it. <laughs> Uh, the the word honu is actually Hawaiian for green sea turtle. Um, I love to vacation in Hawaii. And one of my favorite things to do there is to snorkel. And it's always a treat when you stumble on one of these 
gentle creatures when you're out there. Um, they just glide through the water without a care in the world, just kind of bobbing up and down and drifting in and out with the waves. And I thought it was a, it was a great metaphor for life, like, you know, to be able to, mm. to somehow emulate that. Um, and then I also thought it was kind of a clever name because Honu perspective is kind of the perspective of, of the turtle, but then it also, it also kind of evokes this whole new perspective idea and so it, then this was several years ago. And when I discovered that, do, that the domain name wasn't registered, I just snapped <laughs> it up right away. Not even, not even really knowing what I was going to do with it. Nice. Um, and then when I hit 50, um, it's kind of a milestone age. And sure I, is. yeah, I, and so I, I took some time uh, to really think about where I was, where I've been and where I wanted to go. And I realized that I was in a position to retire from the corporate world in another few years and wondered what that would look like. Um, I knew I wanted more freedom and more time to pursue something, but that something was elusive at the time. Um, so I just decided to kind of relax and keep my ears and eyes open and, and trust that inspiration would eventually strike. And then looking back at my life, I was proud of a lot of things that I'd accomplished I put myself through college. Um, you know, I'd saved enough for an early retirement. Within the previous decade, I'd actually lost 50 pounds. Wow. And I was playing basketball and, and lifting weights two or three times a week. Uh, I was in a healthy, thriving relationship. And I just, I, I just felt like I'd made it. Um, mm. And so I, I thought that um, maybe there was something that I could draw from there. And so the idea of wellness actually coalesced in my own mind. Um, and then I did a little research and discovered that it was actually a fully baked concept in and of itself. And there are these people called wellness coaches. And, and so I thought, well, you know, I could pull from the experiences of my life. Um, and I'd already gained a considerable amount of experience mentoring and coaching others as an engineering manager. Sure. And I already had this, this name that, that aligned with that. And so everything just came together. That's awesome. I, I love it when the, what I say, the universe, like kind of like just pushes you in a certain direction. And that sounds like what happened here. What do you envision like somebody looking like if they come to your website and we'll give that out later, but if someone comes to your website, what does that person look like? What do you think that they're looking for? And what are your hopes for them as you progress in this progress with a client? Uh, I, I think what I'm, what I envision is somebody who is a, is, is motivated uh, to care about their wellness and, and maybe doesn't exactly know how to get there. Um, mm -hmm. And that's, that's a place where I can come in. Um, you know, wellness coaching is a very uh, client-centered approach. And so it's really just a matter of me getting out of them what it is that they want, where they're at, where they want to go and, and helping to put a plan in place for them. And if there's somebody who's really motivated to make those changes, um, but just doesn't quite know how to, how to do it, or, or they, they have some things in their life that they feel are impediments to them making progress, being able to, being able to help them um, look at that 
look at things realistically and and um, and and really put forward a, a plan to to move forward. That's what it's all about. Is 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 creating energy and clarity for moving forward. Yeah, writing down stuff I think is super key to almost anything in life. If, yeah. if you've written it down at least once, then it's then it's kind of concrete. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. um, so it's easier to take that next step. Um, so you talked about that you had this 20-year uh, experience inside the software engineering world with, a, with one of the largest companies in the world. Um, my guess in transitioning to um, being a wellness coach, my guess is that there are some skills that you may have had to learn or relearn to do that you didn't have to do in your previous uh, career. Yeah, well, interestingly, the the first thing that I learned was that wellness coaching is not necessarily about imparting your wisdom on others, mm. uh, which is something that, um, at least from an engineering management perspective, you're kind of expected to uh, come with your experiences and and kind of you know push push an agenda and and push approaches and things like that onto others. And coaching is really not like that. And, and interestingly, I will also say that in learning more about wellness coaching, I think I've become a better manager <laughs> as well. So it, there's, there's a lot of synergy there. Um, you know, and certainly I can draw from the experiences that I have, but it's really more about the client and, and eliciting the strengths and values that they bring to the table and collaborating with them and and putting those to good use for them. Those are some things you had to learn or relearn. Is there anything by making this transition that you'd have to unlearn? Oh, I think the unlearn part would be giving advice. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's basically kind of a big no-no in in wellness coaching is to give advice because it's not about it's not about me telling you what what I think. It's not about it's not about me pushing an agenda on you. It's about us exploring together um, what you want out of life and, and helping you come up with the answers. That's awesome. I love that perspective. Um, so I recently read an article, uh, I think it was Axios or Vox, um, and they had done a study uh, on current uh, people in 2021 in the United States. And, and they got a response of 40% of the people they said in the United States, they feel are wanting to resign their positions at their jobs. So it, oh, wow. after this, after this whole year of sitting at home and re, you know, relearning how to work um, and living with fears and trauma and all those things, there seems to be this, this um, wellspring of people saying, I need to make this change. Were there any fears that you had as you were deciding this and, you know, it seems like the universe is pushing you in this direction. What were some of the fears you had or concerns you had about making that transition? Yeah. The, I, I think the biggest fear is simply, can I do it? Um, mm. I, I, I will admit I actually have a pretty decent case of imposter syndrome. Um, I see, you know, I work with so many brilliant people and sometimes I just like on my drive home from work, I'm just wondering how it is that they even let me work there. Um, and, you know, it's really strange because I've had, you know, I've, I've got 20 years in there. I've had an upward career trajectory. I've had good reviews. I've, 
I've had promotions, you know, all of these objective measures, but I still have a hard time aligning that with, with my view of myself. So as I'm making this transition, I, I find that I struggle with the same doubts. Um, but, you know, I, I passed an extensive wellness coach training program at the Mayo Clinic, and presumably they know what they're doing. So, so again, I just I have to look at that objective measure and just, just believe in myself that I, that I can do it. So those are some of the things you wrestled with. Mm-hmm. As you've told people and your family, friends that you're making this transition, you know, to, to working for yourself, what have been some of the reactions to by the people that are close to you, whether it's family, friends, colleagues, um, and how you responded to those reactions? Uh, actually, everybody has been super supportive. Um, it, and I, yeah, it, it, I haven't had any negative reactions or, or questions about why I would want to do it. Everybody's been super supportive. Um, I, I have to actually call out my girlfriend, Brandy, though, who, is, who has pushed me and encouraged me every step of the way she's been kind of above and beyond. And I think she's even more excited about this move than I am. (laughs) (laughs) It's always good to have people like that in your life. That's for sure. Exactly. So what, uh, what is one goal you have for haunted perspective and uh, what one goal do you have set for yourself in owning your own business and working for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. So my, my primary goal right now is really to complete my certification. As I mentioned, I, I passed the I passed the training course. Uh, at this point, I need to accumulate hours of coaching. Uh, I have a couple of clients that I'm coaching on a pro bono basis, and um, looking to add a couple more just so I can accelerate the processing and get those hours in, so I can get that certification. Um, for, for me personally, I'm really excited about the idea of helping others mm. and, and, and even more so just being able to fulfill my own vision for my business rather than trying to work at, on fulfilling somebody else's. That's, a, that's an incredible concept that takes a lot of people a long time to figure out. Um, mm. Yeah, it's it's I call it owning my own labor, right? That yeah. uh, I have labor to give, and and I can give that labor in lots of different ways. But when I own it myself, um, there seems to be some more. Um, what is that feeling that you get from knowing that you're going to own your own labor? It's it's fulfillment. It's just nice. it's fulfillment in being able to to you know set my own vision and realize it. Um, that's one of the things that. That's one of the things that's really difficult about the corporate world, really, is that, um, you know, so much of politics, so much of office politics is really just um, having competing visions and then trying to figure out where's, you know, whose whose vision do I do I want to work on? You know, is it, you know, is it the, the customer's vision or is it the, the person that uh, writes my reviews? <laughs> Um, and just to not have to worry about that. And, and I'm the only person that I need to answer to is just very, very compelling and fulfilling to me. Yeah, we, we typically have lots of customers <laughs> up up the scale and down the scale. Yeah. We have we have lots of customers that we're working for all at one time. And that can be confusing for sure. Uh, who's, who's the actual customer at this point? Um, focus can get lost on that for sure. If you met another person and you were telling them your story, 
and uh, they said, oh, I've always wanted to own my, my own business or I always wanted to work for myself. Um, how would you end this sentence? When you do that, you, need, you have to blank. How would you finish that sentence? You, you have to have an end in mind hmm. and, and you need to make small steps toward that end every day. It's, it's a big thing. It's easy to get overwhelmed and then be tempted to give up, but you have to be patient. You have to be persistent because every tiny effort you give, every small step you take just brings you that much closer. And then you find when you put enough of those small steps together, you can really accomplish something extraordinary. For sure. Um, is there something that you haven't done in your life that you'd like to do, like th that's something that you've always thought about or is gnawing at you a little bit that maybe you want to try to complete or do? Is there anything like that? Uh, you know, actually, right now at this point in my mm. life, um, I, I don't have anything like that. I am, I am so grateful for everything that I have. And I often, I often tell my girlfriend, like, I feel like I've won at life. <laughs> um, and so it sounds kind of corny, but I'm really focused on, on right now living in the present, um, and, you know, building this business and much in the same way that I arrived, um, where I am in this business, I just kind of want to be open to what the universe has to tell me. Um, that's, that's kind of how I'm approaching things right now. Yeah, that's a, that's a great place to be. I mean, we I talk a lot on this show about a bucket list, right? And so I think sometimes people think that, oh, well, I've got to have 10 things on my bus, bucket list, or I've got to have 20 things on my bucket list. And the reality is, is that a list, you know, maybe has a couple of things on it, but it's all right to be focused because you're not just building a business. You're changing your life. You're changing other people's lives. All those things could be considered to be put down on the list. So I think yeah. that... I think that we need to broaden our perspective on what we think a bucket list is. So I'm glad to hear That's you say that. Yeah. So the last question, uh, Blake, is what's what will be next? What's the next thing that you want to cross off your bucket list? So it would be it would be this. Um, I don't <laughs> I don't really consider this to be crossed off until I actually make the leap. Until I'm actually working for myself. Um, I it's it's not crossed off so it's, it's a actively doing it yeah that? you're actively doing it yes i am actively Act doing it. nice you you are living out your list that's a good thing uh blake where can you said you had some room for some pro bono work yeah. uh, if somebody's interested in this uh, and they've listened to you and been inspired to to want to figure out where they're going next in life how would someone get in contact with you or where would they go to find out more information so they can visit my website at honuperspective.com. Uh, Honu is spelled H-O-N-U, perspective. Uh, you can book appointments with me right there. Uh, one of the services I have available right now is a pro bono service. So, you, so somebody could, could book some time with me there. I'm currently, I currently do uh, evening sessions and on Saturdays um, so that I can still keep my day job. There you go. Awesome. Uh, any any other social media or anything like that? 
I, I have a Facebook presence as well. Um, and you can get there from my, uh, from my website. Great. Awesome. Well, I wish you all the success. I, I think that um, doing something that adds value to others is not just noble, but it's, it's how we should all behave. <laughs> so I appreciate what you're doing and uh, best of luck to you. And if you find other things that you want to cross off your list and you get excited about them, let me know and we'll have you back. Sounds good. And thank you for having me. Um, I really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. As a reminder to our listeners, in this episode's show notes, you will find links to learn more about this week's guests and information on how you can cross this item off of your list. You can follow my adventures of crossing items off my bucket list on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, new episodes of this podcast are available to stream every Friday morning. We will meet you here next week. And until then, keep living out your